Passionate, driven, enthusiastic, euphoric. This is who we are as entrepreneurs. But how we leverage these incredible attributes to dream and build businesses that scale and grow is what this podcast is all about. Hello, I'm attorneypreneur Josh Brown, and welcome to Franchise Euphoria. Should you buy a franchise or just start your own business? That's the question we're going to be grappling with today. And uh, we're going to break that whole question down a little bit and kind of get into some specifics that I'm hoping is going to be very valuable uh, to you and your decision making. Hello, everyone. Josh Brown here, back for another episode of Franchise Euphoria. And before we dive into whether you should buy a franchise or just start your own business, um, I just want to say I got the best email today. I mean, it's always touching to me when I get emails from people who are listeners of the show or who have heard me interviewed on another podcast. And today I got a really great um, email from somebody who had listened into an interview I did for a podcast called Leaving Corporate, where I sort of told my story. And, um, you know, I mention all this because it's just one of the great things about the podcasting medium. I mean, I've been blogging for probably two, three years now. And in the short time that I've been podcasting, I, I have gotten so many emails and communications from people who've really reached out to just say, hey, really appreciate what you're doing or, hey, you know, your story touched me or, hey, you know, keep up what you're doing. It's, it's real valuable. And, and it's really just a commentary on how great the podcasting medium is and how it's such a one-to-one relationship. And so, you know, it's those kind of emails, it's those kind of stories that, that I just love. And, you know, I think we're all so busy in our day-to-day lives. And I think when somebody actually takes the time to send you an email, to write you something and just say, Hey, I really appreciate what you did or, Hey, you know, what you said really resonated with me. Boy, that's really special. Um, and it really, really means a lot to me and, and really keeps me going as just like you. I mean, I've got a very, very busy life where oftentimes I feel like the margin in my life is so slim between running my business and family and being a dad to two incredible daughters and trying to do the podcast and work on a separate uh, business um, complementary to my law practice and trying to do all these things. It can just run you down. Um, I know many of you are experiencing the same kind of feelings in your day-to-day lives. And so it's always nice to hear from people who say, hey, keep up the good work. So I guess I'd challenge you that if you listen to something or if somebody sent you something that really touched you or impacted you, take the two to five minutes that it takes to send that person a note. You know, whether it's a handwritten note, whether it's an email, just something to acknowledge it. I think a lot of people underestimate how important and valuable that is to the people who receive it. And um, it's just a really great thing. So in any event, now we're going to get into the essential topic of the show today, which is should you buy a franchise or start your own business? And I picked that topic because I get that question 
a lot. And it's one of those questions that is just loaded with many considerations. And so I sort of want to unpack those uh, today and see if I can provide some some good tidbits um, for you to stew on. You know, I think when you're deciding whether or not you know, you've come to the realization that you definitely want to own a business. You definitely want to take that to take control of your life and operate a business where you make decisions. You're the owner operator. One of the first things that almost every entrepreneur thinks about is, you know, do I want to do this myself or do I want to buy an existing business or buy an existing model? And oftentimes that leads somebody to considering a franchise. And I often preach about the fact on this show that the first consideration you need to look at when you're deciding whether or not you should buy a franchise or just start your own business is what type of person you are. I mean, you got to take a real, real serious and honest an objective look inside yourself and ask yourself what type of person you are. Are you the type of person who likes to create the rules or are you the type of person that likes to follow the rules? If you like to create the rules, don't buy a franchise, start your own business. If you don't mind following rules, you just want to find rules that you want to follow, then you can consider looking at a franchise. Sometimes people don't know the answer to that question when they just ask themselves ask themselves it from that perspective but I think one way that it's instructive is you need to go back and look through the course of of your life both your working life and your personal life and just think about how you make decisions and just think about frustrations in your life I know for myself you know when I look back on my job history and really every employment scenario I've been in I've always found myself frustrated because I've always felt like I could do it better um, and that's not from an egotistical perspective, but I would just get frustrated with um, things being done the same way over and over again when they weren't producing the best kind of results. And it took me years and years and years to realize that, you know, that's a pretty good sign that I'm an entrepreneur myself and really don't want to go in and follow somebody else's rules. I'd rather create the rules myself. It's a bigger curve. It's in some respects, a harder road to travel, but it also can be very, very exciting to try things and see what works and see what doesn't work. So I think the first thing you got to really grapple with is, are you the type of person who likes to follow rules or break the rules? And if you like to break the rules or create your own rules, then I would seriously think about why else you are considering buying a franchise. I'm not saying you should completely cross it off, uh, but... I think that you should give strong consideration um, because you're probably going to be frustrated going down that route. Now, assuming that you're the type of person who does not mind following rules or prefers to follow rules and prefers to learn from other people's uh, mistakes, well, then we get into a whole nother series of questions. And really, at its core, a franchise... The best thing that a franchise can provide you is a brand, systems and processes, a viable economic model, and support. I mean, those are really the four most important things. Again, a brand that's known, a systems and processes, a viable economic model, and support 
for what you're doing. And, you know, you really got to take a very detailed look at the franchise that you're working with as you're deciding, should I buy this franchise or could I do it on my own? I recently had somebody contact me who was looking at a franchise for a very long time and had actually decided to pull the trigger and then literally at the last minute backed away from it uh, because he realized, you know, I can do all this myself and they really don't have a brand that has that much recognition. They What they do doesn't really take a tremendous or complicated system. So I think I can create the system. I understand the economic model. The economic model is obvious. And um, from a support perspective, you know, it, it just wasn't that valuable to this particular person. They decided to do their own thing. I mean, that's perfectly respectable. I think that one of the things that you want to do when you're going through this consideration, as an example, when you're looking at a brand, you know, it's hard to measure that, right? I mean, it's hard to measure a brand. We all know that McDonald's and Subway and those type of franchises, I mean, they have a real established name behind them. But the vast majority of franchises are somewhere in the middle. You know, some are just getting started and they really don't have a brand name associated with them. And some are, you know, more geographically driven and some we just don't know. One of the things that I suggest is when you're considering what kind of brand impact your franchise will have and what kind of value to place on that, because that is one of the key components. And that is a metric um, that in part makes up the franchise fee that they're going to be asking you to pay. So you want to know, is there any brand name value associated with this business? And one of the things you want to do is whatever geographic location you're in, start going around and just asking people, Hey, have you ever heard of this business? Hey, have you ever heard of this business? You know, and just go around and just ask the average person or the person even better who would be your likely target market. If consistently you're getting a response of no, who's that? Well, then I think you have a pretty good idea that in your particular location, brand recognition is not very strong. And I think on a scale from one to 10, you want to make an acknowledgement that if the brand recognition is low, you want to give it maybe a three or a four. And then I think you want to take a look at, okay, what kind of systems and processes are really in place? I mean, what is the operations manual like for the franchise? What is the protocol like for the franchise. Again, this is something that's really, really important. And it's a big part of why you're buying the franchise. And I think for this, the best way to figure that out is to not only go talk to existing franchisee owners, but you need to, if you can, talk to the people that work at those franchises. You need to talk to the managers that are there day in and day out. You need to talk to the employees or the workers who are there that are following these systems and procedures. And hopefully if you dig deep enough and you try long enough and you try hard enough, you'll be able to get a pretty good sense if the system is well-developed or if they're just going through the process right now of trying to fine tune the system. Again, I think that's one really great way to do it. It takes time, but as I always harp on on this show and is that is it takes time 
time to find something good. So take the time to do it. Now, this will probably be the the longest and most arduous part of the process, but don't just stop with talking to a franchise owner. I mean, I think you should start there and build a rapport, but then ask the owner, say, hey, would you mind if I spoke with your manager just about the systems and the processes? Because oftentimes the owners don't know it nearly as well as the people running the day-to-day store, the day-to-day operations for that particular business. I think from the third factor, economic model, and most importantly, a viable economic model, I think you can gain a lot of insight into this from talking to current and former franchisees. I mean, you will certainly gain insight um, from talking to the actual franchisor, but you're going to get better information on average from actually speaking with the franchisees and just point blank asking them, hey, are you making any money? And if the answer is yes, okay, how long did it take you to break even? And how long has it taken you to recoup your investment? Have you recouped your investment? What's been the biggest struggles that you have? Did you notice that maybe you started off on a high trajectory, but then in month two or three, you saw a drop off? What can you attribute to that? I mean, these are all the types of questions that you need to be asking so that you dive deep into um, the process of whether or not you want to buy a franchise or just start something yourself. I think the fourth one being support is you just have to get a really good idea of how much support you're going to actually get from the franchisor. I mean, franchises are notorious for promising the world and you know, oftentimes they don't deliver what they promise because they just can't deliver what they promise. They try to promise everything under the sun and they realize they just can't do it. And one of the things that falls to the wayside is the actual ongoing day-to-day support. Because for a franchise, as they're growing, once you hit a certain level and a certain size as a franchise business, you really got to be very strategic and the type of people that you're putting in place and the type of team and structure that you're putting in place so that you can deal with those kind of day-to-day issues that are going to pop up. So you definitely should be communicating with franchise owners um, and former franchise owners and their staffs if possible about that and find out what kind of support. You know, it's one thing if the franchise is very supportive at the beginning, but then that kind of trails off. You know, oftentimes franchise systems, as they're growing, if they're not an experienced um, system or if they haven't been around for a very long time, I mean, they're going to make changes as well. I mean, no system really stays stagnant forever. I mean, if we look at maybe the fundamentals of a, of a good system do, but these are dynamic things that, that change with time. They change with technology and we all know how fast technology changes. And so you, you want to find that system that's going to have that good support. That's going to have the consistency, but also is going to be a system that's going to provide you support in other ways. I mean, one example is um, just off the top of my head, if you look at like a sign company, well, for a sign company, there's a tremendous amount of technology that's worked into their business model. I mean, there's all sorts of technology that's being developed to make digital signs better, faster, um, 
and easier to implement. There's all there's other technologies that go go into the print screens and the printing aspects for signed companies. Well, that can be a real advantage in a franchise that has a R&D team on the franchise or side of things that's constantly working to improve the process. Whereas if you were trying to do something like that and start that kind of business on your own, I think you might be at a real disadvantage because you don't have an R&D team. So now as a, as a franchisee in a good system, you can focus on building your client base, taking care of your clients, and you can rely on the franchisor that they're going to stay on top of the technologies and through their research and development are going to continue, continuously find um, better ways to run the system. Um, I think another thing, this would sort of be 4A. I know I listed brand, systems and processes, viable economic model, support. I think beyond that, you really want to pay attention attention to location issues. I mean, locations for franchises and for all businesses, really, really important because especially in the retail sector and in the brick and mortar um, uh, sector, you know, you're, you're going to drive likely the, the bulk of your clientele um, from within a certain mile mileage radius to your store. One of the things that you should pay attention to that is different sometimes between a franchise business and a non-franchise business is sometimes you can get a better location with a franchise business that has a good track record. You know, you might be able to position yourself in that retail center because you're going in with a franchise uh, brand that's well-known and has a track record in other geographic locations, as opposed to, you know, a landlord or an owner wanting to take a risk on a new business that has no track record, that doesn't have any other locations um, to look upon. So that's one sort of thing that that I know a lot of people don't really think about, but I think it's really, really important and can make a big difference is that if you have a particular location in mind, uh, you might want to look into whether or not it will be more viable for you to take over that location if you have a franchise business versus a business that you're starting on your own. You know, I think the long and short of it is there's a lot of considerations here. I mean, you know, you first need to decide whether you can even stomach the franchise model, which by the way, is a great model for certain people, uh, but not for everybody. And so if you can stomach that and if you feel like you would be a good franchisee after taking a real internal look at your makeup, then I think if you look at the brand, the systems and processes, the economic model, the support component and the location component, I think you can start really building out a blueprint that'll give you a really a, a really good sense of which way uh, to go. Unfortunately, there's not a canned answer for that type of question. But like anything, if you go through a process, you can put yourself in a position where you're going to make the best decision. I will tell you this, if... Um, I do have a uh, ebook um, that I'm going to be revising here soon for a second edition, but I've had for a while um, called What to Know Before You Buy a Franchise. So if you are leaning towards buying the franchise or just kind of want to know more about the franchise um, business and process, um, you can go to IndieFranchiseLaw.com forward slash franchisee. That's F R A N. 
C-H-I-S-E-E. So IndieFranchiseLaw.com forward slash franchisee. And you can click on the book on the page and it will download um, my uh, 47 page ebook for you. And I hope you find great value in that. I wrote it and prepared it um, from the perspective of really helping people make better decisions before they buy a franchise. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back for another episode on next Tuesday. And please, with any questions, thoughts, concerns, what have you, uh, reach out to me, uh, josh at franchiseeuphoria.com. Like I said at the outset of the show, I love hearing from you and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice, because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.